0: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk, too.
0: Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
1: Tuesday, K.M. to 2 a.m. We've got three hours, folks. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, checking right in to talk sports with New York and the fans that call the fans, fair weather fans, bandwagon fans, casual fans, diehard fans. Come one, come all. We've got plenty to go over. What a day here at WFAN, never a dull moment from the morning to the midday to the afternoon to the Nets getting a win on Brooklyn Nets Radio and uh, me bringing it home right now. I got you. We've got stories. We've got topics. We've got takes and thoughts and plenty to talk through to get you to 2 a.m. Let's get right into it. 877-337-6666. Nobody's on the line right now. If you're smart, you'll call in and you'll be first. But let me set the table. This is the first week of March. It's about to be done. Like, time is flying by. Uh, It's cold. It's windy. I'm hoping that's the end of this. Daylight savings time approaches this weekend. And a week from today, the sunsets will start hitting at 7. New York City's going to change some. We need the warm weather. And we've got a lot to look forward to. If you've been listening to me, I've been talking about this week as a big week. Obviously, we got some answers from the franchise tag deadline. And we got some more answers on both sides. Jets, Giants with uh, the quarterbacks. And we're walking into the conference finals in March Madness. March Madness is upon us. The Knicks. Let's let's actually take a, a minute to talk about the Knicks. I'm not going to troll the Knicks. I was surprised they lost that game. That was a trap game. The Brooklyn Nets just smacked the Hornets in Brooklyn on a Sunday. And Tsunami Poppy, Kelly Oubre, and the uh, Charlotte Bobcats come into the garden. And they catch the Knicks kind of looking ahead. Maybe the Knicks were thinking about this road trip coming up. Caught them sleeping a bit. Streak ends at nine. All good things must come to an end, but that's tough. As I'm watching the end of that game, I'm thinking, yeah, well, I know one guy who wouldn't have let the Knicks go out like that, Jalen Brunson. I know one guy they're missing, and RJ played well, and IQ is still doing his thing, you know, and obviously uh, guys are contributing. You you have all five starters in double digits, and uh, you just don't have enough to win that game in the end. When I'm watching the game at the end, obviously I'm watching the Nets game, and I have an eye on the Knicks game, but I'm watching the game at the end, and there was a chance to win it right there in winning time to keep the streak alive, keep the streak going. But like I said, man, that's a trap game, and it's tough. The streak ends at 9, and you know who I blame? I blame us right here in New York because we did not give the Knicks their proper light. After they beat the Celtics in double overtime, IQ put the world on notice on national television. I fell asleep Sunday night thinking I was coming in here to WFAN to hear, Go, New York! Go, New York! Go! But no. The conversation that dominated the airwaves. Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones not worth $40 million. Derek Carr gets signed by the Saints? We have to get Aaron Rodgers. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We should have been talking about the Knicks. We should have been pumping them up. We should have been talking about this upcoming game. We should have been talking about the nine-game win streak and how good these guys are and what they're doing right now, right? Can they win again without Jalen Brunson? The Hornets got smacked by the Nets. They rested up. They came out ready to play tonight. That was a tough second quarter, and they did enough to uh, win in the fourth quarter. I think it's a slice of humble pie for the Knicks, which can be good as the Knicks uh, head out west. And, you know, you're not going to win every game. The winning streak was cool. I think I saw something like the last time the Knicks won nine games in a row was Carmelo and those boys when they got up to 13. Well, these Knicks are restoring the feeling, but they came back down to earth some tonight, you know. Uh, I think it was Julius Randle who said, we can beat anybody, we can lose to anybody. And that's a trait that they got to shake. If they're going to do damage, if they're going to make a run, they got to handle business against the teams that they're supposed to beat. And that's what any team in the NBA, like your Brooklyn Nets tonight, go to Houston, and they handle business against the Rockets, who came out tough. The Rockets won the first quarter. Can't really win the game in the first quarter. But the Rockets were up 32-27 in that first quarter. The Nets had to adjust. More crosstown crossover. Nerland's Noel makes his debut for your Brooklyn Nets. And uh, this guy, Mikael Bridges, goes for another 30. Are you guys paying attention? This guy thinks he's KD, huh? He's averaging 30. I, I bet on. I, I think the last three games I bet on him to hit 30... I think he's good for 30 every game, the way he's looking. The mid-range, the three, and the Nets are finding their identity. Cam Johnson is still blowing my parlays. I got to stop betting on Cam Johnson in the parlays. He's I don't know. Back-to-back games under double-digit scoring. It's not a good look. But Spencer Dinwiddie is there. I got to have more faith in the tech guy with the jumper. Spencer Dinwiddie leading the way, so... The Nets handle business against a young Rockets team. You're going to see highlights of dunks on uh, Nick Claxton and Nick Claxton dunking on guys. And you're going to see Jabari Smith Jr. and Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green and all that. But that's three in a row for your Brooklyn Nets. And now the Nets, on their little road trip, they have a test coming up as they will face the hated Milwaukee Bucks Thursday night. And then the Knicks, I just mentioned, they're packed up. They're ready to go. I'm going, going, back, back to Cali. Cali, Sacramento Kings, they got to face next. Get ready. The Kings are a good little squad this year. And then they got to face the Clippers and the Lakers. I'm in here watching the Lakers game right now. I just saw AD take a shot to the nose, bloodied. 57-56 right now at the half on TNT. Lakers down one. Another programming alert: World Baseball Classic starts tonight. I'm pretty sure that game just got started between Cuba, yeah, Cuba and the Netherlands. For my baseball fans, I don't think we're going to really hit on too many uh, Yankees or Mets topics tonight. But now I'll, I'll get to what you all want to talk about. Daniel Jones, let's go! Daniel Jones is signed, locked up. If if I'm a Giants fan, I'm happy with how today went. If I'm a Giants fan, I can't be mad that this guy is making $40 million a year. The cap hit is $19 million. If you've heard me, I said they're going to finesse and finagle this thing. They're going to structure this contract. We heard they were going back and forth with negotiations. We heard as much as $48 million. That seemed ridiculous, right? When you saw what Derek Carr got, when you saw what, saw what Geno Smith got, you said there's no way they can give him $48, dollars million. For me, 40 is where I'm like, that. it's 40. Because we heard that the offers were already at 38, 39, and they didn't accept those. They had to get to 40. And that's fine. I think it's a a perfectly fine contract for the Giants. They lock up their guy. Their sixth overall pick from a few years back. Their guy that went through multiple different head coaches and coordinators and different personnel and injuries and turnover issues, and he fought through... And he proved it this year. They didn't pick up his option for $22 million. Okay, they end up paying him a little bit more, but he's worth that to them. I was writing under RG3's post on Twitter. I just saw so many people coming out there trying to put Daniel Jones and Lamar Jackson in the same sentence. I know they wear the same number, play the same position, they both run and throw at dual-threat quarterbacks, but one really doesn't have anything to do with the other, in my opinion. Daniel Jones's value to the Giants is what they paid him. He's worth more to them than anyone else. Now, the Lamar Jackson situation we'll talk about, too, because I would love to see that situation go south where he leaves, but I have a real problem with the fact that all of these teams have come out the Falcons, the Dolphins, the Panthers, the Commanders, the Raiders, teams that certainly could use an MVP in his prime, they come out to say that they're not pursuing Lamar Jackson. I'd be mad at Deshaun Watson and the Browns. That's who I'm pointing at because they messed this whole thing up. Deshaun Watson gets the most guaranteed money, the largest contract we've seen for a quarterback And that messes up the entire market. Now it seems like these teams and these owners are trying to stop Lamar Jackson from cashing in like that. Especially when you know Joe Burrow's due for that payday. Justin Herbert's due for that payday. It's just the way we're going. But back to the Daniel Jones contract. I think it's a good contract. I think it's a good deal. And uh, Saquon Barkley ends up getting the franchise tag. But that's fine. Tony Pollard franchise tag. Josh Jacobs franchise tag you can't be paying these running backs 15 million dollars plus anymore that's crazy and they could still negotiate with Saquon right we all remember Saquon turned down 12 million I forget how many years but I'm sure they will revisit that now and maybe Saquon does take that 12 million versus the 10 million that'll make on the cap I think if you're a Giants fan you won today Joe Shane passed the test today you have to be happy today you locked up a number two overall pick, a number six overall pick for another season, plus with the uh quarterback, maybe longer with Saquon. And you have some room in your cap to play with. These are captains, these are the two guys that led your offense. They're not going anywhere. You don't have to worry. And here we are, March seventh. You can feel good about the rest of the offseason. Last night when I left, I listened to the Salicata show. And I get home, and I hear Sal read a tweet from Trey Wingo. If you remember, Trey used to pop in on my shows. I forget, maybe like Fridays. I forget. We used to do maybe Thursdays, Tuesdays. Trey Wingo used to pop in. And he tweets last night, per sources, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets had conversations today. While nothing is imminent, Rodgers is open to the idea of going to New York. Say what now? That was at 1210. My show ended at 12. I needed that during my 5-hour KM to AM. Well, we'll talk about it tonight. All I was saying about Aaron Rodgers is I didn't believe he was open to the idea. We haven't heard anything from this guy. All I was saying is I'm getting left at the altar vibes. What's taking this guy so long? In New York, we've been obsessing over Aaron Rodgers potentially being the quarterback of the Jets. That word has had to get back to him like, That word traveled, and I'm sure he knows there's not that many other teams, right? The Raiders claim they're out on him. Is there a mystery team, the Dolphins? Well, now we know that Woody Johnson flew with his jet to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers. Sauce Gardner came out on Twitter and said, Aaron Rodgers, I promise if you become a jet, I won't pick you off in practice, and I'll burn the cheesehead. Remember when Sauce had the cheesehead, he was looking at all the Packers fans after the Jets. The Jets actually went to Lambeau and beat Aaron Rodgers with Zach Wilson. Remember that? Now it's heating up, folks. Now we have something to go off of. Before, we were going off of hopes and dreams. Now we have tangible evidence that the Jets and Aaron Rodgers are talking about potentially coming together and doing this. But in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking Lamar Jackson. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, hey, if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, You should still be in on Lamar. And we'll see what happens with that. 877-337-6666. We got plenty to go over. I'll add to it. The Devils lose. And it's tough because it was Timo Meyers' debut at the Rock in Newark. And uh, the Leafs go in there, and it's back and forth. And they steal it late with, like, three minutes left. That's all she wrote. The Isles get a win. Islanders fans, I know we don't talk too much Islanders On the fan, call in and weigh in with your thoughts about your chances this year, the wild card, the playoffs, and uh, what you felt about your team tonight. They're fighting. They don't have that many games left, but they're trying to seize an opportunity here. We'll go through all of the different takes and thoughts around Daniel Jones. Uh, I just don't see why people are saying, if Daniel Jones got 40 million, how come? It's got nothing to do with Lamar Jackson. Daniel Jones is the Giants quarterback, and they made sure... That he was going to, they told you, Joe Shane told you, he's going to be our quarterback, whether we use the tag on him or not. And it would have been foolish to use a tag which would have had 32.4 million versus Saquon's 10.1. We'll talk through it. We've got till 2 a.m. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up. I'm going to take this break. And then when we come back, we're taking your calls. We're talking sports. We'll be right back.